What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Bash Brothers Podcast. I'm your host, Connor Chandler. This over here is my co-host, Jordan Harris. We are the Bash Brothers, the only podcast where it's like sitting back with your friends talking sports, life, everything in between. Jordan, why do you suck at picking college football bowl games? I mean, bowl games are just unpredictable, as we have found out, and yeah, well, here we are. Oh, man, it is good to be back, man. It is good to be back. Uh, we, we had to take a week off. I got very sick. It's been a long ro- long road to hoe to get back, but we're back. Back on the couch on a Tuesday. This episode will also drop on Tuesday. There's a current bowl game going on right now. Yep. Kent State Golden Flashes came out hot. Another seven, one you got wrong. 7-0 and win leading after halftime playing Wyoming, and guess what? They're getting the brakes beat off of them in the fourth quarter right now. Probably going to take another L. Like most of our picks, this, we're basically uh, in last. There's one person behind us. We're we're literally in last. Like us together, we are holding hands in last place. On yeah, pick pretty much. Yeah. How how's bowl season been so far? I know you hadn't got to watch a ton of it because honestly, we're hardworking people. I actually got. I wouldn't call it lucky, but I mean, I've been sick for two weeks. So I've been able to sit at home and watch these yeah. games. Uh, I mean, there's so, been some storylines, man. Liberty yeah, balling out. Yeah. Jackson State. Yeah, getting the brakes beat off of them. But I, I think the thing for tra- for I almost kind of gave my hand there. The thing for Jackson State though was you got to see very early what that number one overall recruit could do. Made it an incredible leaping athletic. Well, that was yeah, that was in that like high school showcase that he was. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. So I agree. Yeah, that that's. That's the positive for Jackson State, but yeah, they, they took a big L there. But looking looking a little forward, maybe. Dion's, a little excited about Dion Scooter. Oh, yeah. I mean, Come custom on scooter on the sideline. Come on now. You know? He got the believe chain, the believe yeah. hat, and everything. Yeah. Man, it is good to be with y'all. Bowl season is in full effect. If you're in our bowl, pick them. Awesome. It's been a blast so far, even though it, there hadn't been much success on our end. If you're not, there is still plenty of time to join. There's only been like, I think, seven or eight, well, probably I think 11 games as of now. But if you have a Capital One Bowl Mania account and you want to join our group, it's simple. Just either follow us on Twitter, like our Facebook, and then pick the games at Bash Brothers Podcast is the group name. Winner gets 50 bucks. Yeah. Completely yeah. free. Winner gets 50 bucks. And are you behind? Yes. But have the games been crazy enough for you to probably come back? Absolutely. I was to say, I think the most correct game somebody in our group has is seven. I think there's 12 people left in the run yeah. for a million dollars. Yeah. I looked. I think there's 12 left. That's insane. And they're 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 six five. No, I think it's 11. And they're six five split on this game right here that's currently going on. That's crazy. Tonight, San Diego State. Yeah. And one of the Cinderella stories of the of the the year, UTSA. Yep. Almost gets the undefeated season. Not quite. They get blown out there at the end by, I think it was Eastern Michigan. Who you got? I, I'm picking San Diego State. I mean, UTSA didn't really show me a lot in the, the year. That was that bad loss against North Texas. That's, who That's they lost it, North there. Texas. That yeah. was it, yep. They did turn Same around. Colors. They did turn around and, and barely beat Western Kentucky in the champion, in the conference championship. But, yeah, I, San Diego State comes out as a two-and-a-half-point two favorite. Um, the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. Come on now, that's Say a that classic. Say that ten times right fast. That is a classic. Ten uh, times fast. Yeah. Okay. Nice. I like it. But yeah, um, I, I'm going to go with the favorite here. I'm going to go. I want to report State. Kent State just scored a tutty, 31-42. Really? They did score a tutty. Hey, we we may be in the running and here. And it looks like they might have gone for two. I'm not we, sure. We may be in the running here. We need to hear. I'm going to pull it up on our Hulu. So we are watching this thing live. You're literally on. On the road with the Bash yeah. Brothers here, watching this Kent State game that honestly a lot rides on. Yeah, the group's pretty darn split, and a yeah. lot of people with Wyoming are higher up. So, uh, 
I think we have the same pick, but who do you have for San Diego State? I also have San Diego State. San Diego State. Okay. I'm taking San Diego State. I'm with you. UTSA, uh, although a great season, I think definitely kind of showed their true colors there in the end. And I think San Diego State just more has more to play for. I agree. San Diego State with some big games coming down the stretch. They had some good competitive football playing there late. I like it a lot. I got you. Dude, so much has happened. Yeah. Um, We got a brand new Spider-Man movie that, yeah. that brought yeah, us yeah. to tears that we saw uh, advanced screening Thursday Absolutely. night. We've had about 37 coaching hires, 409 transfers. And probably one of the biggest signing days. And recruiting days. I've ever seen. And also, like as for, we've, all, we've mentioned already about 11 bowl games happened. Yeah, yeah. So this is kind of going to be, I mean, listen, it's Christmas week. We're having a blast. We're kind of flying by the seat of our pants here. We're sure, just going to talk about episode. It, yeah, we're just going to talk about honestly, kind of whatever comes to mind here in college football. We got a couple questions. We got a couple things planned. We definitely want to pick some of the higher up bowl games, yeah. but uh, we should have a brand new episode coming for you, regularly scheduled on Monday, as we always do. Like I said, got a little off schedule this week, but we're back Tuesday night. Tuesday night episode. Jordan, what's up? What coach? What football team hired the best coach so far? Hmm. And I say so far because there's there's still some work to do out there. Yeah, there is. Um, I, I think I think there's there's three maybe four possible picks here. Um, I think Dan Lanning at Oregon's very notable. So uh, off the wall, but a is, great hire. It is it's great. Such a weird hire. It is great defensive mind. Obviously, he got Bo Nix to go with him. If he Bo Nix can play consistently, that'll be huge for Oregon. I think, honestly, too, Bo Nix needs more consistency on the deep ball. But him up there in the Pac-12, I mean, who's his competition? Yeah, Lincoln yeah. Riley and USC now? Yeah. I mean, it's, Lincoln, it's a two – well, as it is normally, it's a two-horse race up there is, in the Pac-12. It is. And, uh, Keep going. That's Sorry. Gonna, that's going to be big for the Pac-12. Pac-12, I think, may be shifting more into a, a top-tier Power 5 in the next couple of years. But Dan, uh, Dan Lang, obviously um, – I, I think Brent Brent Venables going to Oklahoma is huge as well. It he is. He flipped is. that four star quarterback that uh that Billy Napier said said Nah, we're good. You don't have to come here. That's true. Um, but but I think I think more than anything, I think Billy Napier is my pick, and here's why. Dan Mullen had essentially lost his entire recruiting class. He he had he was. 35, 36, I think, overall. He was down bad. He was like, down bad. Almost, I think it was at one point last yeah. in the SEC. Vanderbilt was higher yeah. than they were. And instantly, Billy Napier comes along and makes a complete, just like, I would say splash for signing day. Florida has had an awful defense under Todd Grantham, under Dan Mullen. And he immediately gets, I think it's the number two safety overall, Kamari Wilson, flipped him from Georgia. And then he got one more cornerback who I two, can't recall. Two, yeah, two big yeah. pickups there. Two huge late defensive Late in pickups. the day on signing day. So, so I think Billy Napier may have Florida going in the right direction. It's going to be interesting. Obviously, Emory Jones uh, transfers out. Um, I don't know what their quarterback situation is over there besides AR-15. Then they got the – today, literally like two hours ago, oh, they got right. the Ohio State – the yep. four-star yep. Ohio State transfer – so he's got his quarterback. Yeah, now. He, he's assuming got assuming that was who yeah. he wanted. That was his guy. Yeah, he's got his quarterback. So it'll be interesting. I I, I wouldn't expect um, Napier to have a great year this first season at Florida. He's lost a lot of people. Dan Mullen didn't recruit well, so he does. He's not very deep. But I would look for him to make a splash next year in this uh, recruiting time frame. 
I think for him, it's the same thing as it was for Brian Harson this year. I think the possibility of like a seven five, seven five, somewhere seven six, eight and five type season would right. be honestly a pretty successful season. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, he, I think he will quickly change the culture there. I think that's a great pick. For me, if I'm being asked the same question, I like Lincoln Riley to USC. Yeah, I know there was a lot of controversy around this. We actually were live on filming the podcast when that news broke you know three weeks ago or four weeks ago whenever that was for me it was such a i do not think you know the the narrative in the country was oh he didn't want to play in the sec competition all this no that's a great coach who got the offer of a lifetime and said i'm going to california and that's in and you can call it what you want but it is what it is um he is a phenomenal head football coach he is an air raid guy going to usc probably want i mean it's a top five historic program in the country it always has been it always will be even when they're down bad and they have been down bad as yep. of late uh lincoln riley what he does he took he took the transfer not the transfer the five star that he had recruited at oklahoma follows yep. him yeah i'm sure that will not be the last recruit that follows nope. him from oklahoma we've now heard that i mean every oklahoma quarterback just about has transferred out Yep. We know where a couple are going, looking at you, Spencer Rattler. We know you're going to Shane Beamer in the South Carolina game. That was college. a big figure for Shane. It was. Um, yeah, for me, it's, it's got to be Lincoln Riley. Just everything that he is and he takes with him and the fact that the Pac-12 is so underwhelming right now. Yeah. I mean, you got a couple teams that are playing well. Um, you got Utah, obviously, finished the season strong. Oregon will always be up there. Uh, Oregon State uh, lost their bowl game, but at, but looked good the regular season. Right. You got a couple teams in contention, but you really expect to see Lincoln Riley playing at a high level in yeah. at USC yeah, for years to come. So, uh, kind of switching gears here to another coach that I I, I want to I got to ask you, what do you think about this? So Texas A and M, right? Yes. Last year, we're one game out from a playoff. This year. They they, they kind of settled out and didn't play well at that stretch, but they beat Alabama. With the backup quarterback. With the backup quarterback. And I think you finally saw that kind of catch up to them in the end. Yeah. I think that's why the end of the season got yeah. a little dicey. But they took down the monster of the West. They did. So I don't know what they can do later on, but but they're, they're signing day, right? And it's still not over. Incredible. So far. Historic. So far, he has signed three of the top ten recruits in the country. The last two top ten recruits to not sign are trending 100% in Texas A&M right now. Crystal he Ball, signed man. a five-star cornerback in Connor Wagman. He Strong is, first name there. Yeah. Transfer, Max Johnson from LSU has gone to Texas A&M. Which I did not see coming at all. I did not see all. that either. But this man has loaded up on five-star linebackers, wide receivers, quarterback, d- defensive tackle. He has the number one defensive tackle in the country. So – what is Jimbo doing now? To I mean, like, to me, three years ago, Texas A&M was kind of eh. I mean, you're there. You're, you're going to have a winning season every year. But now you're almost set up to compete in the SEC, like not only the West, but the SEC altogether. Well, if you had asked me that question uh, eight weeks ago, I'd have said, man, the tide's turning. The, yeah. the times are changing. There's going to be new spearheads. You know, Auburn looks great at this time. Yeah. Texas A&M has just upset Auburn. I think it's just the fact that Jimbo's a great recruiter. Yeah. Man, he's finally kind of setting his feet in the dirt. Also, I think you look at 
the area in which they are in, Texas, TCU, yeah. Texas Tech, these teams are taking steps down. Right. Don't get me wrong, I think Sark's got them on the rise there in Longhorn Nation, but I think the area in which they recruit is now – he kind of has his he he has his cowboy boot footprint in it, yeah. if you will. Yeah. And man, they are going. They are. I actually, as much as I did not see the Max Johnson transfer coming, I think it's a phenomenal fit. They talk about it all the time. You have to be tough as nails to play quarterback for that man. And Max Johnson, you know, he's incredibly competitive. Really, kind of turned it on towards the end of the year. I mean, Jimbo Fisher had to watch him throw an absolute dime to beat him with 16 seconds left in that final game. Yeah, that might have been his. That might have been a resume builder there. If you're Max Johnson, yeah, for sure. And you, 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 you ran, you ran the gauntlet down. I mean, you bring in a quarterback, you got talent everywhere else. Yeah. Now it might take them time to develop. You know, you're not gonna have five stars flying around the field next year, 24/7, but. Um, I, I, I do want to point out, Wyoming just kicks a field goal. We got a 14-point game here with 7.30 left. So, you're saying there's a chance. But, yeah, <laughs> man, I, I think two or three years when this class develops and he keeps adding more and more talent, you're looking at a dangerous combo. Yeah, because uh, what, what was their starter's name again? Year? Harrison, was it Harrison? Haynes King. Haynes King, that's right. Hey, Hayes King. As far as we know, he's still on the team. Yeah, but as far so, as we know, he is, yeah. So, that'll be th- three solid options at quarterback yeah. there for we Texas a We know Calzada left, but he yeah. is still there. He And I don't think Zach Calzada has announced his destination yet. Speaking of transfer quarterbacks, <laughs> there is a massive Plenty list of out them. there. There is a massive list of transfer quarterbacks. What do you think was the best move? Or what uh, is one you just feel like, you know, it jumps out to you? Uh, the, the one, and again, I, I don't know – what Bo Nix will look like because to me I think Bo Nix needed to go somewhere with a really good quarterback coach to help develop him more however I think he also needed a fresh start I think Oregon with a brand new coach and a brand new system he'll be in a brand new conference I think that presents a lot of opportunity for Bo Nix Pac-12 is not known for its defense uh, most likely, your your only real competition in that whole Pac-12 will be USC and Lincoln Riley. Um, so yeah, I I think Bo Nix is is the most interesting one. I think he has the chance at the most success. I think he he went to a to a spot with the most things on that. What do I need checklist for him? Yeah. So I I, I, I agree. Think, I I dig that pick for sure. Two that jump out to me. Um, one is the we haven't seen a ton of ball from him, but Quinn Ewers, I think that's how you say it, Ewers, 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 Ewers going to Texas is big. Yeah, and then Casey Thompson transferring out. Correct, which I don't think we have a destination for him yet either. He's one of the ones unannounced, I no, believe. He's trending to TCU. Trending, but, that right, but still unannounced, yeah. which would be big for TCU. They'll have a new head coach as well. But I think you look at this season, and Casey Thompson really didn't have a bad season, but I think you can – it's easy to put the blame on him as to why that season kind of crumbled. Right. Looked good, but, I mean, you can't be up 28 points in a Red River rivalry and lose right. that football oh, game. Oh, yeah, I agree. And it definitely fell on his shoulders. So that one's big there if he can turn out to be what we think he might be. Yeah. But the biggest one, and we mentioned it a while ago, is Spencer Rattler for me. Right. He went to a familiar place. Um uh, what's court? What's the coach? Shane Beamer. Shane Beamer. Yeah. Uh, obviously, a legacy guy there. Was at Oklahoma. Right. Recruited Spencer Rattler. 
Spencer Rattler is now in the SEC. Yeah. Specifically in the SEC East. So in the easier of the two divisions, right. I think we can kind of comfortably say. I think the upside is very high in terms of molding him into the guy. Right. Now, if the Spencer Rattler that we've seen on uh, QB1 and that kind of arrogant style, we've all right. seen the clips. If you've watched the show, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The guy who thought, you know, his crap didn't stink at Oklahoma got him found himself riding the bench more than once and then obviously lost the job this year. Yep. If that guy shows up, the SEC will pick him up apart and he won't go to the next level yeah. like he plans to. Oh, yeah. Um. So I think, for me, that one jumps off the board. I mean, obviously, there are, there are a lot more. You mentioned it. I like the Bo Nicks a lot. Dylan Gabriel going to going from UCF to UCLA is, I think, yeah. pretty awesome. Yep. Uh, Michael Penix Jr., who – I think he had the one great season. It'll be interesting yeah, to see. Yeah, I don't know about him. But he's now in Washington where they're going to throw the ball 100,000 times. Right. So just let him air it out. And again, Pac-12 defenses. So, I mean. Pac-12 defenses. All right. Let's turn the page real quick. Spider-Man, no way home. <laughs> 20 years, a culmination of 20 years. We were, did, did you go to, Dan, I'm going to name drop, Daniel's birthday party when we went and saw that originally in Bainbridge? I have no clue. We my were man. like eight years old. It's one of my earliest theater memories. We saw Tobey Maguire Spider Man, or er, er, obviously like in theaters, yeah, Bainbridge yeah. Cinema. Twenty years later, now we 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 don't know who's in the movie. No spoilers at all. Which you probably it, the movie's been out now for six days. Good luck. I say if you, on my TikTok every other every other uh, just don't say any video specific. is a certain scene in that movie. I know. I believe it. What'd you think? I liked it. I, I liked it a lot. Um, I think. I mean, in all honesty, to me, if if the home trilogy uh, duo beforehand, but trilogy now wasn't your favorite, I think this movie very well wraps everything into a bow and makes it all a very good trilogy. Um, you obviously get to see Peter, Tom Holland's Peter, deal with a lot of, I mean, a kid stuff, right? I mean, essentially, he hadn't had to deal with anything super dark. He loses Tony Stark in Endgame, but other than that, you don't really see him deal with a whole lot. This game, t- this movie, not game, takes a Time very yeah, takes a very dark turn, and you get to see Peter. The whole tone yeah. is dark, man. The whole yeah. tone is dark. But you get to see Peter grow up, right? And and if you remember the the Andrew Garfield movies and the Tobey Maguire movies, that's what you got to see very early on. I think immediately you had the Uncle Ben death, which you you got to see them be immature for a very split second and then grow up immediately. And then Tom Holland's Peter, you got to see him grow up over three movies. And I think the ending of this movie was just perfect. Everything is just, I mean, it wrapped up the trilogy how you could have wanted it to, honestly. I dig it. I love the take. For me, I think it is probably the best Spider-Man, best Spider-Man film ever put into cinemas. I mean, it's incredible. I'm a big fan of Into the Spider-Verse, the animated movie with Miles Morales. And I think this one just checks so many boxes. It is so good. The tone is serious. You finally get to see this Peter grow up. You yeah. know, you mention it. It's said in the first spoiler. This is not really a spoiler. The movie opens with the scene where it's revealed. You know, he's he's Spider Man from the last movie, and people say it. He's just a kid, and he is. And you see him grow up over this yeah. movie. The tone is fantastic. It's dark and serious, but that classic Marvel humor is there the whole time. Uh, 
and, and it's done in such a time when, man, we needed to go back to movie theaters. Yeah. This was the funnest I've had watching a movie in theater since maybe like Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. I mean, our theater was jumping. It was. Clapping uh, probably 37 different times. Everybody was dressed up as Spider-Man, including yeah. you. You had your yeah. Spider-Man oh, costume yeah. on. That's not true. Jordan didn't. I spray painted a red t-shirt and a hood. Yeah, there you go. That would be you. But, I mean, no spoilers. If you yeah. hadn't seen it, obviously get out there and seen it. A lot of people saw it. Second highest opening of all yeah. time. Of one, all time during COVID. Yeah. One one performance I loved, and this is a spoiler if you haven't seen the trailer. So, if you haven't seen the trailer yet, I don't know what to tell you. But, anyway, Willem Dafoe's oh, yeah. Green Goblin is Incredible. Just, I mean, you can almost put him on par with uh, um, Heath Ledger's Joker you really without can. evil. I mean, just... You really just, can. A phenomenal performance. And you've seen the trailer. Alfred Molina as Doc Ock yeah. was right in there as see well. All those guys. I mean, obviously, just see all the villains back is great. There was a ton of great surprises, fan yep. service that actually made sense to the story. It was really good. Yep. So, uh, what's the what's the next one? Doctor Strange. Is Doctor well, Strange the next one? It is the next one, but I mean, tomorrow we got the season finale of Hawkeye. Oh, that's right. Which big reveal. I'm going to say a spoiler for the last five seconds of... Uh, Hawkeye episode five, so just turn your radio off if yeah. you don't want to hear this. The reveal of Kingpin. Right. Kingpin is now played by Willem Dafoe. Right. Is now a hundred percent part of the MCU. So we got that tomorrow, yeah. which I don't have work tomorrow. I do have work, but it's kind of an off day for us. Might stay up till two AM and just yeah. watch it when it drops. Um so I was I was watching a video a while ago with uh the girl who plays Kate Upton, I can't think of her actual name. You mean Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop, yeah, I can't think of her actual yeah, name. Yeah, I know you're talking about um, but anyway, she the they were asking her is Spider Man in the movie because there's one scene in the movie where Spider Man's swinging by the ice skating rink with the winter. Yes, I mean, is, it's, which it's, I noticed. Very it's much Christmas so. time, and you know, I was all kinds, say, so you never you know. See, I'm expecting knows. a couple surprises in oh, this yeah. finale. Gotta It'll be. be interesting to see. Yeah. Uh, Seinfeld, Steinfeld, Haley Steinfeld. There's the name. Yeah, I had to pull it. it took me a while. Great. I'm almost done with WandaVision. So. There's Holy cow! That that is awesome. That you. How do you like it, Uncle? My, like, one, my uncle Brad also just got Disney Plus and yeah. just binged the whole thing. What do you think? I like it. Um, I'm on. I'm on the last two episodes. It's so freaking so, good. Yeah, it and is. Like I remember watching. So they dropped the first two episodes by themselves. Right. Week one, and you watch those first two episodes. You're like, what is this? It's you know, super it's weird. black and white. Yeah. It's trippy. You're not really sure what's going on. And then just as it goes, the gaps just get filled yeah, in yeah. so freaking yeah. well. That is a great show. I'm jealous that you get to... Will that complete all the Marvel TV shows on Netflix for you? Yes. Yep. Yeah, well. And then tomorrow we get to see, oh, the quarterback is scrambling. It'll be third and four. Man, we are literally live watching this Kent State yeah. game. Speaking of bowl games, I think we got to pick some bowl games. What's the point? We say, ain't that the truth? <gasps> disclaimer. I was going to throw this disclaimer out before we picked all the bowl games. We survived and didn't have to pick them all in person, which if you want to see our picks, they're kind of public knowledge once the games lock every day. Yep. Um, picking bowl games is very difficult because, number, especially this day and time, you got a ton of opt-outs. Um, you got teams who are just not as hungry. The, the nature, I don't agree with this, but the nature of college football now is playoff or bust. Yep. If you're not in the playoffs, nobody cares. Uh, that's not how I think. I literally have not missed a single bowl game this year. They're phenomenal. I love watching college football. I'm a college football fan. This is a big fourth down here for Kent State. I'm trying <laughs> not to watch it. If you have not watched or known the finale of the Kent State game, you're literally on board here with us. I don't think we necessarily have to pick every bowl game. I'm not super interested in doing that, but I will let you start us off. Pick Oh, they're going for the touchdown. 
That and was, they didn't get it. Yeah, that you was hate bad, to see bad it. That was a bad decision there. Fourth and four, and you go for yeah, it all. You probably I just agree. lost the football game. You need five game. yards. So, bro, anyway. we will be at the bottom of this pick 'em board yeah. for sure. All right, man. Name a game. Let's pick it. Let's go here because I think this one could be tricky. Um, but, and I, I think it also depends on who the coach is of one particular team. UCF, Florida. I like this game a the lot. Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla, Gasparilla Bowl. Gasparilla <laughs> Bowl. Okay, I gotta throw this back. Did you see that, that Jimmy Kimmel got his own bowl? Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl? No, but that's awesome. Yeah, he got his own bowl. He made his own mascot. It was Jimmy Kimmel. It was a camel dressed up as Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> that's funny. And he's the first living person to have a bowl game named after him. Huh. It was a good game. It was the Oregon State game. Okay. Which okay. we both we, we also took the loss in. You you happen yeah. to not pick that one right either, so I hate yeah. that for you. You suck at picking yeah, bowl same, games. Same to you. Dude, I got to go Florida. Yeah. I think right now Florida's trending upwards, had a good recruiting day. They got a good coach, I believe. You mentioned it off top. And he's lighting a fire down there. Yeah. I like him a lot, man. I, I like I like Florida a lot. Uh UCF who also honestly didn't have that bad of a season. Right. Eight and four under a new head coach, Gus Malzahn coming in. That's pretty solid. 2017 national champions. Yeah, they are. The UCF yeah. uh, Golden Knights there. I, so, I, yeah. I'm on Florida. Who are you taking? Yeah. I, I like Billy Napier, and I, I look for Florida to have a have a positive outlook going forward starting next season. Oh, um, shoot. Starting the ball game on Thursday, I'm picking UCF. Uh, Florida is a seven-point favorite. I think that's something to remember to keep in mind. But with, with all the turmoil that's happened at Florida late, I just don't think they'll be up enough for UCF. Now, if Billy Napier winds up does coaching this bowl game, which I think he very well could, that may change. But as of right now, I'm picking UCF. All right, let's stick in the SEC here. A tricky one. Tomorrow, mm. Missouri and Army. Army obviously brings in that Russian attack. They're averaging humpteen yards per game. Let's see. Here's the breakdown. Let's see here. Total rushing yards per game, 286. Uh, not obviously. Well, actually, pretty decent amount of pass. Well, that's yards allowed. It's honestly, it's the running game versus Missouri's defense, yeah. which we know Missouri's defense not fantastic. Would Loves you look at that? Gashed. Wyoming just scored again, so that game yep. is over. Yep. That's another Absolutely. loss for the Bass Brothers. We are going to be paying somebody fifty dollars. So if you missed out on fifty bucks, I hate it. Yep. Um, who are you taking? I'm, I'm going to take. Uh, hmm, I'm going to take Auburn. Or not Auburn. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking ahead. Maybe uh, Army. I'm going to take Army here. I, I just think that def- that defense is going to be, or sorry, that Missouri defense is not going to be able to stop them. I mean, it, I, I, that's what I'm going with, honestly. We saw Army be a problem for a lot of teams this year. Yeah. Almost got the Cincinnati upset in like yep. week five, week six. Or fo- following, I think it was the Notre Dame game, so that would have been about week seven. I am also on Army. Yep. I think that Russian attack, it'll just eat clock. I think the Russian attack that they do – doesn't work when the defense on the opposite on the opposing side is good. Right. Missouri's isn't very good. I do look for Connor Basilek and them to have a good game and right. keep it close. Okay. But uh I yeah, I'm all army. It sounds like you got a game you want yeah, us to play. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you do. Number twenty Houston uh, technically at Auburn because it's the ticket ticket smarter Birmingham bowl. Uh kind of surprised here. Auburn's a two and a half point favorite. I'm gonna be honest with you. Auburn does not have Bo Nix. And if Tank Bigsby was gone, like he went in the transfer portal and came back out, oh, it would be dude. easy Houston. But this is still easy Houston for me. I'm, I'm going with them. This is easy Houston for me as well. I think Auburn's kind of in shambles, not a ton to play for. And you have the number 20 Houston. Auburn's a big name. Yeah. They for might sure. not be a great team this year. Right. They started off the season fantastic. I was talking to somebody about that today. But that's. 
you're licking your chops if you're Houston. Oh, yeah. You're going to say, listen, we're about to go in here and beat a perennial SEC West program. Oh, yeah. You got every chance in the world. I think they got everything. Well, I mean, also, if you're Auburn, you just lost your rival number one Alabama in four overtimes with a awful quarterback who's got to beat Houston. Ah, I sorry. completely agree. I completely agree. I love this game. Oklahoma, Oregon. Ooh, the battle yeah. of the teams with new coaches who their coach will not be there. Yep. New quarterbacks, new everything. I don't and see, this is another reason why this is even stupid to pick. You don't know who's playing. Right. You don't know what quarterback is show what quarterback showing up for Oklahoma. Mm. Whoever the third string is, Caleb Williams is transferred. Spencer Rattler's already got a well, game. Caleb Kentucky Williams hasn't confirmed transferred yet, I don't oh, he think. Ha- well no, no no. He hasn't confirmed, but he put his name in the portal. Did he? I'm pretty sure he did. Uh, I don't remember that, but he Because I have. think people suspect he would follow uh, Lincoln Riley up to California. It could be. All right, so let's operate on the fact that Caleb Williams might be playing. Who are you taking? I'm going to go with Oregon. I, I mean, I, I, I think – I feel like Lincoln Riley left Oklahoma in shambles more than Cristobal left um, – Kent <laughs> State just scored. Kent State just scored I'm on like two right plays. Um I think Lincoln Riley left Oklahoma in shambles way more than Cristobal left Oregon. Um, that yeah. is a fact. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go with Oregon here. It, this could go either way. I could see you picking Oklahoma just the same, but it, this is a tough one. I'm going with Oregon. I do have Oklahoma picked, yeah. and, and I think I'm going to stick with that. Um, and honestly, the only reason that I think that I do is they're just way more talented. Yeah. Like, even without everything – Listen, Oregon got exposed yeah. in the later half of the season. Obviously, the two shellackins to Utah, they're not that good of a football team. I right. mean, they're really not. They had a massive win versus Ohio State where all the pieces just got put together. Thibodeau has confirmed he will not be playing as an opt-out, as he shouldn't. He gave, you know, he had a very injury-filled season, right. that he and he gave this body for Oregon until it didn't matter anymore. I'm one of these guys who, uh, if it's a bowl game like this, yeah, I don't mind an opt-out. Right. I, obviously, I love a guy who's going to get down and gritty with his team no matter what. Uh, I love what uh, quarterback for Ole Miss said. He came out and said, listen, I'm riding with my guys to the end. Yeah. God's got me if I happen to get injured. Right. You know, every, you know I love that mindset. But I'm also very much okay with a guy staying and staying and saying, listen, y'all, I gave my body for you this season. Right. This doesn't necessarily mean anything. Let me get healthy. I got a combine yeah, coming up. I agree. But I, de- I, I do. I, I lean Oklahoma here just based on talent. I like it. Battle the Carolinas. <laughs> Shane Beamer having just, honestly, an SEC Coach of the Year caliber season with South Carolina versus North Carolina and an incredibly yeah. underwhelming se- underwhelming season there, honestly. Yeah. You got to believe the quarterback there uh, – Sam uh, Howell. Sam Howell will not be playing. I have not heard an official word, but it would make sense to me that he didn't play. Right. Uh, who you got? For the time being, because I haven't heard it, I'm going under the assumption that he is playing, and I'm going with North Carolina for that reason. Um, South Carolina with Spencer Rattler probably would have a better chance of winning this game, but as it sits, I just don't think so. I think the one thing that's going to be down for North Carolina here is their defense. They played poor defense all year. So, I mean, South Carolina could capitalize on that potentially, but assuming Sam Howell is playing, I'm going with North Carolina. I ditto that. If if Sam Howell plays, I definitely go North Carolina. 
If he doesn't play, I think I do flip, though. Yeah. I think I, I do. South Carolina's playing hungry, man. They got a lot to play for. Also, I mean, you got a five-star quarterback who was the Heisman front runner coming into this year, now transferring to your school. Things are looking up for the Gamecocks. I mean, oh, yeah. as a fan of the Georgia Bulldogs, who obviously that's an SEA's rivalry, that's an interesting matchup yeah, now. it is. You got a lot to hold him to. Uh, let's jump to this one. Um, I love this game for one reason. Kenny Pickett has announced he will opt out. The Pitt Panthers, who in this game, to me, it's an easy pick if he plays, yeah. versus the Michigan State Spartans. Right. What a phenomenal game. Michigan State, who I called very ungood, ends the season on a run, beats Penn State in that snow game. Yeah. This is a good one. I'll, I've thrown it to you multiple times, so I will go first here. Kenny Pickett ain't playing. Pitt ain't winning. I like Michigan State. They got continuity. They know who's showing up. This will be a dog-eat-dog matchup, I yeah. think. Defense optional for both teams during the season. And obviously, Pitt has the high-powered offense. But Kenny Pickett ain't there. Give me the Spartans. Does Kenneth Walker not playing? He is not. You are that, correct. He is also that, opted Does that out. matter, though? Because Peyton Thorne's not that been that great. It Well, hey, their quarterback and their receivers are playing. That's true. And that's what I want to hang my that's hat true. on. Because you look at it. Uh, Michigan State probably has the worst secondary in all of college football. Yeah, Well, if Kenny Pickett ain't playing, it mm. don't necessarily matter. That's a good point. Yeah, w- without Pickett, I'm going to go with Michigan State, too. I actually have Pittsburgh picked originally, but, I mean – I think this game's a lot closer just for the sole purpose of Kenneth Walker's not playing also. Um, I think if Kenneth Walker plays with how bad both these defenses are, um, I think Michigan State blows him out of the water with, with no quarterback. But, yeah, give me uh, give me Sparty there. Uh, this is an interesting one to me. Wake Forest. That was literally – that was the next one I was Wake going Forest to. Wake Forest playing Texas A&M at the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Sam Hartman was having a Heisman caliber year prior to about four games – left in the season yep yep um and obviously texas a&m uh no zach calzada i'm assuming king is still hurt i don't actually know for sure i believe so, so i think they'll be going with the third string no and is isaiah spiller is he playing or is he opting out i don't think that's been announced so we don't know yet we'll go under the assumption that spiller is playing in this game uh issue wake forest is they don't have a defense no they got a defense they just choose not to play yeah yeah pretty much a&m is not that case though i mean a&m's got a no, decent defense not. so I mean, even even with some missing players, I mean, I'm going to take Texas A&M in the defense. I think if Isaiah Spiller is playing especially, they got enough firepower to get it done. I'm with you. I go Texas A&M as well. They open up as a three-point favorite. FPI, they're, they're clearly favored. They're up to 56%. Uh, I'm with you. Even if Isaiah Spiller don't play, just the defensive prowess that is yeah. Texas A&M, this is one of those like the Oklahoma-Oregon game. There's just too much talent on one side of the field. Right. There's just too much talent. Listen, in the ACC, defense optional scoring 70 points a game, that'll fly. Yeah. Well, it didn't fly the whole time for Wake Forest. But honestly, that'll get you a 10-win season. Right. That will not work in the ACC. I look for uh, I look for Texas A&M to handle business as they should. I agree. Give me, you got another one off, off top? Man, let's go here. I, I think this is a good game. This could be a big win for Woo Pig Suey if they could get this done. Outback Bowl. Penn State University versus Arkansas. Uh, Arkansas, oh no, sorry, Penn State opens up as a one-point favorite. Who you got? You know, I love what Sam Pittman has done in Arkansas this season. Yeah. I mean, it really is phenomenal. From the massive win at Texas to coming in versus Georgia as a top-ten team 
and, and later on in the season, keeping them focused, going for two against Ole Miss. Like, they really had a phenomenal season. I hate to say it, dude. I think Penn State's better. And I think even Arkansas has more to play for. I think Penn State is simply better. Give me Penn State getting the win and a massive win at that. I'm betting against a lot of SEC teams here, which for some reason we look at every year at the end of the season. Like, you know, I've already seen the graphics, right? Like the MAC is, you know, four and two and all this stuff. Right. I really don't think it matters. I think bowl season, as fun as it is, some of these players just flat out don't care. I really don't. Yeah. I really think that. I agree. I hate to say that, but. I'm going with Arky. I'm going to go with Arky. I'm going to go with Sam Pitt. Uh, I, I think K.J. Jefferson and that hard-nosed running game Arkansas does, the option game with him, He's, I mean, obviously he's a big downfield runner. I think that's got opportunity to be too much for Penn State. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, so I'm going to take Penn State. Finn, let's play a little word association here. Yeah. We are. Farmers? Penn State. What the heck, dude? Uh, I was thinking the, the insurance Bro, commercial. what the heck? No, I had, a, I had a really good teacher at the University of Georgia, massive Penn State fan, and after every class, he'd be like, we are. And, of course, nobody's saying Penn State. It's all go dogs in here. Bump it up. No, bump, definitely bump, not. Bump. We are not sponsored by them. I wish we were. would be nice. Right. would be very nice. Let's see here. All right. It's, I think it's time we pick the bowl games. I mean, the playoff games. Why are we doing that this episode? I think I think so. Let's well, let's go ahead and do it. Why not? Why not? We hey, can break these... them down in the next episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because we we'll know we'll, we will we will get to do a final assessment next week. Yep. Or honestly, coming up like this Sunday. Yeah. Dude, I can't wait. That's going to be such a fun yeah, day. It is December thirty first. Chandler residence. Good food. Yep. New Year's Eve. Yep. Oh man. All right. Let's start here. A three thirty game. Mm-hmm. It has been announced now. We know the times. 3.30. Yep. Alabama, Cincinnati. Officially, who you taking? All right. Alabama, 13.5 point favorite here. I think that's important. Um, th- This is pretty simple for me. And cover, it's simple. Cover or not, you know. It's, it's simple in this regard. If that Alabama team that played against Georgia plays, they beat the spread. They, oh, they beat they, the they breaks beat off Cincinnati. They beat Cincinnati by three. I think... We've seen two versions of both these teams. If Alabama and Cincy both play bad or any version of Alabama plays good, Alabama still wins, probably don't cover. My one thing for Alabama is, is if Cincinnati plays their best ball game and you play like you did against Auburn or LSU or Arkansas or insert team here, you may be in trouble. I'm not going to say you are There's in trouble. There's no may, no. I I, well, I will say you are in trouble. Well, you you are in trouble, corner. I'm going to say you may be in trouble. So keep that in mind. But we know how Nick Saban does with games Alabama needs to win. We know how he gets these boys up for the playoffs. I would be a fool to tell you that Alabama won't come ready to play this game. I'm going to take Alabama. I got a lot of respect for Cincinnati, but I'm going to take Alabama by three touchdowns. So it's well documented that I gave Alabama fans heck for the way they approached the SEC title game. Mm-hmm. It was very well documented that it was very disappointing to me that Nick Saban, who is the greatest head football coach of all time, who has delivered you so much prowess and so much, I mean, obviously, an absolute dynasty at the University of Alabama, and they bet against him and folded up shop real quick. Well, now, as... We sit here and we kind of talk doubt a little bit. Look, they got the French fries ready for the for the uh, potato bowl. <laughs> um, as we now sit here and we have a little Those bit of doubt, good. the difference is 
now the world is back on Alabama's side. We talked about it in our last episode. They went from, you know, not so good to ungood to, oh, now they're the greatest team in college football again. Yep. How does this team react to that? We saw them play underwhelming all season while they were that. If the team that played against Auburn plays against Cincinnati, they will lose. It's that simple. Cincinnati is 10 times better than Auburn is. They're 10 times better than Florida is. They're 10 times better than LSU is this season. They just are. That offense, and they got the best secondary in college football. Yeah. If anybody's going to control Jamison, it's going to be them, right? Any, if anybody does. They got a great linebacking core. Also, it's official. We lost the Kent State game. You hate to see it. <laughs> you, you, once again, you get a wrong pick. Um, call me next week and tell me who all you're picking so I can just switch them. Sounds good. Oh, he's ticked. They dumped the French fries on him. Here it comes. Dude, a French fry bath don't sound bad. I was about to say, it's better than Gatorade yeah, when it's It's a lot freezing. better than Gatorade, especially if they're warm. Well, I'm just mad they're wasting the French fries. True. I go Alabama by 14. I think they cover the spread. I think they do show up ready to go Alabama. Now the primetime matchup. 7.30, this is where game day will be. This is where Kirk and Tom will call the game. Who you taking and why? I don't even want to pick this game. Dude, I do not either. <laughs> I almost don't care. Just just sit me down at 7.30 yeah, on December 31st yeah. and let me see what so happens. So, obviously, we're talking about Georgia-Michigan. Our alma mater versus the – or, sorry, it's Michigan. I don't know if you've seen that, but everybody's crossing out the Bro, M. we're not Ohio State. <laughs> we can pronounce the M's, bro. Come on. Now. It's Michigan. It's the big block letter M. Um, Michigan's been playing their best football in the last eight years over the last half of this season. I mean, Michigan's been dominant. Since that Michigan you, State game, I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got you got two dominant defenses. Um, I mean, Michigan was what? The number two defense all year? Is that correct? Yep, just about yeah, in so a lot of categories. Georgia's, Georgia's the number one defense all year. Big defensive game. Uh, I think Stetson Bennett, assuming he's going to be the starter, and Cade McNamara are very similar. Both teams like to run the ball at the gut. I think Georgia's defense, as long as we see the defense that played all year and not the defense that played against Alabama, I think that defense stops Michigan's offense fairly well. But, again, I don't know what defense we're going to see. Um, that being said, I'm I'm going to take Georgia. I'm going to take the over eight points, give them 10, a 10-point 10 win here. So, yeah, give me Georgia, give me the over. Yeah, you set that up nicely. I think it's pretty clear Stetson Bennett will be the guy for Georgia. Uh, I, to the chagrin of Georgia fans, you know me, it, who, whoever Kirby puts out there, I'm going to support it. I might have an opinion after the game uh, in terms of just, you know, if we see Stet struggle or whatever ends up happening. But as of now, I'm riding with Kirby. Listen, they pay him millions of dollars for a reason. I'm good with whatever decision he makes. Michigan coming off that Michigan State game, which I still attest to, they should have won. You're up by, you know, 21 points or whatever it is in the third quarter. Like, you got to win that football game. So, I just want to update you on this real quick. Okay. JT Daniels just received a positive COVID test. Okay. So, so most uh, likely will not even be playing. Breaking news. There you go. Let's hope it's just him. Yeah. I've been wondering about this because obviously right now it's well, it, you know, it's going around. Uh, it's very it's NBA, yeah, uh, NFL, hockey. Everything's very much viral it right now. It's yeah. spreading for sure. Uh, so there's that. Well, daggum, breaking news. It's definitely going to be Stetson Bennett. Yep. Assuming he's healthy, we'll see what happens. But uh, I, I think Georgia wins the game. It has now been. Uh, I keep saying well-documented, but it fits here, too, that Kirby Smart changed up the defense before 
the SC Championship game. Yep. He was playing, trying to play chess, not checkers. But that's one of those things where if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Historically great ain't necessarily something to change. Yep. Uh, I think they get back to their roots. I think they get everybody healthy. I think a big – you play Chris Smith in the star. Yeah. And you just – I don't think Michigan's going to be able to – uh, put their nose on the put their nose in the ground and run the football against Georgia. Yeah, that's their game plan. I just don't think they're going to be able to do it. The skeptical fan in me thinks I will not be surprised at all if Michigan wins this football game. There are a lot of talking heads picking Michigan. I think that's honestly not a bad pick. I think Michigan has everything to play for. Georgia just got punched in the mouth, and you know it's all it's a saying. If you ever get punched in the mouth, two things: you're either getting out or you're getting in. So we're going to find out, does Georgia get out and throw their hands up, fold up shop, and go home after getting punched in the mouth by Alabama? Or do they get in? I think they get in. I think they're hungry. I think they got embarrassed and humiliated. I think we'll see a rejuvenated dog defense as we saw in the regular season. Georgia wins, but I think it's closer. I'd be like Georgia by five. Yeah, I like that. There it is. Is there anything you want to talk about? I mean, we pretty much got free reign here. No. I do want to mention, let's look at the updated standings of the Capital One Bowl Mania. Do you have it pulled up? I do not. Let's see. Kevin look, Walsh, yeah. NFL, has been absolutely balling. Had a great UAB pick. I just want to say you are in 19th place, uh, tied for dead for almost dead last. Uh, I'm right beside you, though, so I can't really talk much. <laughs> Kevin Walsh, uh, NFL, is now 8-3. and three. With 80 points in the 99.7th percentile, absolutely balling. Uh, Justin Burke, good friend of the show. Gopher Dog, FSU fan. Jake Vincent, good friend of the show. Also very competitive this year. Christopher Hampton, John Nathan, good friend of the show. All tied right there in second place. At seven and seven and three, seven and four. They're kind of changing there. Dang, Uncle Brian, Uncle Brian missed a game and he's still balling. That's crazy. And then you're in like almost dead last. So, so are you. We've yeah, had the same yeah. big. But don't don't no, don't bring that part up. Yeah, okay. Just let it go. When I say you're in dead last, you go, Yeah, I am. You're right. I'm not that yeah. good. And I'm and I'm gonna agree with you. How's the dust taste, CMC? Is only one game ahead <laughs> of me. He's really been struggling too, so I haven't been that bad. Hopefully we're the only people who pick San Diego State and San Diego State wins. Yeah. That would be nice yeah, to go to go to true. bed like that. Uh Man, bowl season's in full effect. Uh, it was nice to just kind of sit down here without a plan and just get to talk football. Yeah, that's true. Especially after the past couple of weeks, it has been crazy. Everything's going on. I'm, I, you know, you mentioned it, the JT Daniels news. That's crazy. I really hope COVID don't affect this these playoffs yeah, and yeah, stuff. Same, because it is running rampant. Uh, if you are listening to this, this will be our this will be our Merry Christmas episode. Merry Christmas to you and your families. Yep. I hope it's I hope it's absolutely a blessing. Stay safe. Eat some great food. Watch some great football. I mean, NBA basketball, whatever you're into, because I'm into all that. Clippers aren't playing this year, which is a crime, which they're not playing great, so I understand why the NBA is doing that. <laughs> uh, hope your team gets a bowl win. You know, whoever yep. your team is, unless you're John Nathan out there, uh, I hope yours doesn't win, you know, for obvious reasons, because I think <laughs> we just predicted a matchup. We definitely think it's going to be Georgia versus Alabama in a rematch. Yep. Uh, I think that and Alabama-Michigan sounds exciting. Yeah. I don't think any of the other possible matchups sound exciting to me, you know, which I just covered two out of the three scenarios, I know. Well, no, two out of four. Um, I don't think people really want to see Michigan-Cincinnati. I don't think people want to see Georgia-Cincinnati. I don't know, though. Cincinnati beats Alabama. Oh, yeah. I mean, it'd be exciting to watch, for sure. But, uh, all right. 
Jordan, where can the people find you? Instagram, Twitter, jharris underscore six. I'm probably going to bed here shortly. So yeah. Really? You don't want to drop into some Fortnite? Uh, I may. I don't know. Fortnite's we'll, back. I'm going to we'll watch that bowl it. game, but I can have it on the computer beside me while we play if you want to. Uh, you can find me at Connor Chandler, at Connor Mason Chandler on Instagram. Uh, you can find us at B Brothers Pod. That's B Brothers P-O-D on Twitter. Bash Brothers on Facebook, as well as Bash Brothers Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, whether yep. that be uh, Apple Podcasts, you know, uh, Spotify, SoundCloud. Why am I talking like uh, that? I don't know. Just close it out. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, man, Merry Christmas to y'all. Uh, be safe. Like I said, eat good food. Spend time with your family. Be safe. Enjoy it. Ball out. Merry Christmas to you, Bash Brother. Merry Christmas to you. Same. Enjoy that Hawkeye season finale. I will. And enjoy some ham because you look like a ham type of person. Yeah. Yeah. You, you like you got an immature palate there. Yeah. All right. God bless. And as always, we are the Bash Brothers signing off. Yep.